When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 341 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, who is coming at you from the Windy City itself. Yeah. The Sears, what is it? The Sears Center Arena in Hoffman Estates, technically, Illinois. Because. We got some guys rolling around. Hey, weren't you, do you need to warm up uh, NATO here? I think, yeah, I have to warm up NATO here in a couple minutes. I am, this thing almost didn't get off the ground. I'm going to tell you, I got I went right from the right from O'Hare into a, listen, I can't wait till this expense report goes through. $90 taxi ride. They said it was going to be 60 And then they said, ah, time and a half. I don't know. It must be the holidays. $90? Now, $90. I'm sure they're going to love that. Uh, oh, my gosh. But I couldn't get on the internet. Real MVP of the show is Preston Michelson. I'm pretty sure he's the chancellor of Northwestern University. No, I think he works at IT or something, or maybe sports media. What did he but do? He got me on the internet. Well, that is essential for most streaming um, shows, uh-huh. including this one. This is a big show. It's a special edition in many ways. It's on a Friday. We normally don't do Fridays. It's at 1 o'clock because we had to accommodate for Willie's flight schedule because he's at the Midlands, as you can see if you're watching this on the video component, which I highly recommend. Um, so we, we have a lot to get into. One... We'd like to discuss um, some of the news, some a couple of the changes in, in who's competing where. But man, we just got to go weight by weight the way the way I'm figuring. It. But let's we got to do this one bite at a time. Big news today: Alec Pentelio down at 149. We kind of hypothesized about this after Pentelio lost to Will Luan two different times. We're like, you know what? Best best team for Michigan. It involves him at 49 and maybe Luan going 57. But I actually, I'll walk that back somewhat because I don't think they have to have Luan at 57 for this to be the right move for Michigan. I mean, you're talking about a guy who goes to 149 where he is a clear contender for a title, and he simply is not that at 157 pounds. He's not beating Jason Nolf. Hayden Heidley beat him pretty soundly. And Ryan Deacon has emerged as, you know, one of the one or two best three best guys at this weight. I think it's a it's a really smart move for Pantelio to go down, and I think he's got a great shot to, to win the title. I'm not sure if he's – I don't know. I'm not ready to say he's a favorite. I'll say this. I watched him wallop Matt Kolodzik like three times uh, a year or two ago, and, uh, you know, I haven't forgotten that. So, Willie, your thoughts on where does Pantelio stack up at 149 pounds? 
I think that there's um, a good deal to talk about here in both Michigan's team sense, which I might be putting the cart before the horse and it might be all hypothetical, um, and, and Alec himself and, and the uh, composition of 149. Um, Alec's early season did not seem so strong, right? He, he had like a couple bumps in the road. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you, you know, it sort of kind of makes sense now in that maybe he wasn't like, he was like, should I, should I go down? Should I not? Am I all in at 57? Am I not? I'm going down to 49 anyway. Um, and maybe now he's reset and he's refocused because I agree with you that he's a title contender at 149 pounds. And, you know, when he originally moved up to 57, I don't know if anybody would ever, like, just admit to this or not. But it was, it was almost like a thing where, all right, nobody's beating Zane. Right. So I might as well just eat. May as well eat. You know? Um, so maybe that played into it. Now, um, I, I certainly think he's a... He's a title contender at 149. You have um, currently you have number one Matt Klodzik, and he's here. And what better time to test the waters at 49 Jeez. than than here? Um, I mean, I guess he could technically Pantelio could leave number one guy in America if he wins this tournament. I'm not I'm not ready to say that for sure, but he's like a thousand and O against Micah Jordan. Um, if he beats the number one guy, now the guy with the claim will be probably Anthony Ashnall. Ashnall. And I don't know how to, I mean, what do you do? The guy, the majority of, of Pantelio's body of work is at 157 pounds. The majority of Ashnault's for his career is a 141. So it's like, I don't know. Figure what. that out. Now, there is coming up on the horizon. Again, maybe this is cart before the horse, but, you know, he could come out here and have struggles with weight in his first time down. Mm-hmm. And so this discussion is all for naught. We, we'll put it on the shelf until something else happens later. Or he could come out and win this whole thing. Um, and then you have the decision, Ashnell or Pantelio. Uh, but there's a date coming up, Rutgers duels Princeton. So uh, the ashnell Kalazic thing will get settled there. Right. So, but what will complicate things, you know, just, if Ashnell wins. If Ashnell wins and if Pantelio wins here. Now, man, it's going to be for Pantelio to Whoever wins this will have done a thing. Because this this weight, 149 pounds, Alec Pantelio, Matt Kalodzik, and this is kind of in no particular order, Sammy Sasso, Anthony Artelona, Brayton Lee, Max Thompson, Ja'Cory Teamer, um, Paul Meyer, and Adult J. I'm not calling him Baby J anymore. He's a senior, <laughs> so he's Adult J now. Uh, R.I.P. Baby J. So that's a really tough weight, and I think he's – I think, you know, if he comes down – now, another thing – you know why? Why now? Why is this happening? If you know, if you remember, Pantelio been out with illness for a while. Now, Willie, I don't know if you've ever been sick, but sometimes when you're sick, you don't eat a lot and you get small. I wonder if he's certified kind of preseason at 49. He certifies as low as human as as you can, and then after being sick, if he was like, "Man, hey, I'm not that heavy. I don't know that this is what happened, but man, I'm right there to make 49 now. Um, why don't I just do that?" possible yeah right? i mean it could be i don't know all that went into it um i could talk we have we have a ton to talk about in terms of uh every weight class at the scuffle in the midlands that we could we can hit um but i could talk for 20 uh, 10 minutes about 
what this could potentially mean for Michigan. In a sense, um, they could unleash some horses. I saw your tweet, which is a very good tweet. I'm like, I see Pantelio going 49, and I'm thinking, wow, the the dynamics of 49 have changed. Um, what I didn't think about, but you tweeted um, that this does not necessarily mean Luan at 57. I could talk for a while about what it could mean if they would unleash Luan and they mm-hmm. would unleash Paris, uh, Paris, and and things like that. Because they're on the they're on the verge of like being a podium team right now. I mean, just listen to this team: Drew Matten, Stefan Micic, Kanan Store, Alec Pentelio, Will Luan, uh, Logan Massa. Uh, Miles Amin, Jelani Embry, Jackson Strigal, Mason, Mason Paris. I mean, that's if that's not a if that's not a top four team contender, I don't know what is. I mean, that's that's a team in the mix for sure. But I I, st- I think top four is not out of the realm of possibility. I, I don't think Will Luan takes this team from no shot at top four to t- shot at top four because I think all Will Luan has done is beat Alec Pantelio, his teammate. He lost to Elijah. Uh, Cleary. Cleary. Sorry, I almost called him Oliver, the Indiana 25-pounder. He lost to him, so it's like, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll learn a lot about Will here at, at 157 because mm-hmm. his weight's no joke either and just um, at, at Midland. So he's there as well. So I don't think they need him. And another thing to consider, Michigan was a podium team last year, and yes, they lost Adam Kuhn, but Logan Massa DNP'd. So there's potentially some additional points coming at, at 165. At least I would hypothesize that that Logan's going to do better this year yeah. than last year. So yeah, Michigan set up, man. I mean, uh, whether or not they go after it this year or, or hold those guys back, I mean, they're set up with good young talent. They got McHenry coming in there, uh, Luan and Paris and Davison waiting in the wings. Embry's just a freshman. Good things in Ann Arbor. Yeah, very good things. I uh, love what they're doing there. So that's that's exciting stuff, man. Anytime you, you have a title contender enter a weight uh, right before a major national tournament, that's like really doesn't happen. I, mean, I can't right. remember. I mean, one time Evan Henderson changed weights like three years ago, the scuffle when he was like ranked pretty high at the time um, just because he was kind of like the, the highest ranked guy left. But uh, other than that, you really don't see it too often. <laughs> what? See, we, we may have a problem this show. Because Willie is Willie gets distracted in his basement doing this show. Now he has so much stimuli. People are walking around. They're making faces at him. He's chuckling at things I'm not saying. Things that are happening in the arena. I'm gonna need a modicum of professionalism from you this show, Willie. Why? That's my unprofessionalism, which keeps the show interesting. Well, okay. Well, I just people need some context for what you're chortling about. You're just looking up and laughing. I I saw what you wrote. Instead of Vince Turkey wrote something. Oh, come on. Uh, I mean, we got like we got weigh-ins live here. This is not weigh-ins. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, I mean, ask, this is what's happening. Right hey, now. give him some advice if he's over. What's he weigh? I don't know. You close? <laughs> Found a half. He's good. <laughs> hey, it, t- he'll tell, float that. He'll float that tonight. That's great. <laughs> well, I, I I look forward to the weight updates. <laughs> Willie positioned himself right next to the scale. I'm telling you, I got here. There was no electricity anywhere. There was no Wi-Fi. They were they weren't set up yet. So oh. they're they're setting it up now. But um, all right. So, God. okay. So who are you taking at 49? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. I I got to build right. into it. Okay. Do you want to start? Do you want to start 125? I do want to mention. 
One, sounds like no Seth Gross at Midlands, single tier. Uh, unfortunate, still battling the, the back injury. Hope the champ. That stinks. I'm, it really I'm, stinks. I mean, it's like, not just from like the fan thing, but it's like, man, this guy's going to try to be a two-time champ, and injuries are clearly derailing this guy's season. And, and man, it just further it, it makes it so, you know, Dayton or Soriano are really set up to potentially win this win this weight um, along with Stevon if, if Gross can't get healthy. Okay. So that All right, note, let's go weight by weight. Weight by weight. I think at some point we should consider talking about the Snyder Sajulayev um, discussion because they're 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 chirping what, back and forth that, at each other. What did that mean, Christian? Is this, did his did Sajulayev's tweet mean I'm not wrestling? I don't know. I don't know what it meant. It's, I I think I thought it said something like I think it we was, will not see each other before. I think it was Russian for like this ain't it, Chief. Like you don't want this. Like why don't you, um, not not you shouldn't be gunning for me right now. I'll see you at the world. I I didn't take it as that he wasn't going though. This and this is a interesting thing. Like the UWW is doing a good job because they're gonna try to make it so that like entries and things like that are like solidified in advance so that you kind of know. I mean they they made. And really, I don't know if this is the show to get into it because it'll be just as relevant next Tuesday, or actually it'll be next Thursday when we do the show again because I'll be at the scuffle. Um, we should have more substantive conversation about it, but just high level, love what UWW is doing. All the changes make sense. I love that they're getting rid of the the allowances, no more allowances. I, I Ben Askren doesn't like that. Um, but is there no is there is there a day two allowance? I, no, I think they're getting rid of it. All of it. I think I think it's great. Because recently, I mean, I would be okay with day one flat, day two allowance, but their allowances the are insane. Year, they, what's the, that? The allowances are too high. They give two kilos. That's. I, yeah, no, I know, but I would be I'd be down with flat one day and one kilo the next. But the ranking tournaments this year have been like two kilos day one and like whatever day two yeah it's like that's way too much so the we kind of talked around it but Sa- snyder's going to uregan he wants to wrestle sajulayev uh he's hoping that he's hoping for that match i don't know if sajulayev is or is not planning on going mike mal has a connection with the with sajulayev's coach and like frequently like messages with him and because the, the guy speaks either he or someone he talks to speaks english i don't know he figured it out and it's, it sounds like it's not yet determined if he is or is not going, but it would be pretty freaking sick if those two wrestled at Uregan. Because, I, I, sure. you know, I'm sorry to make this very international, but my gosh, it's like the two best wrestlers on earth are um, messaging each other over social media. We have to talk about this. It's like we got sh- kind of denied an actual match at Worlds for whatever. I mean... You can say, hey, that's how it goes, and of course it is, and Sajulayev's earned his victory, but at the same time, man, I don't really know exactly where Snyder stacks up. I know he's behind him, but like, is, would he have got 10-0'd there? What would have happened? So I want to see the match just so I don't have to wait till September to find out again. Yeah, I mean, the two best pound for pound, perhaps, and you only get it once a year. Yeah, once a year. Sad. Okay, now, now I am ready. I'm ready to, to begin the weight by weight. Starting with Midlands, we're going to do Midlands and Scuffle. 
I uh, hope you packed a lunch, ladies and gentlemen. Are we doing 125 Midlands and 125 Scuffle? Or no. Straight Midlands, straight Scuffle. Gotcha. Want to stay in that Chicago mindset. Okay. 125 is a really deep weight with names. Okay. There's only like one guy that can win the tournament, maybe two if you're really like Sebastian Rivera. But there's a lot of dudes. So I'll give a quick rundown of, of, of the contenders as I see it. Spencer Lee, Sebastian Rivera, Pat Glory, Ryan Milhoff, Connor Brown, Travis Petrowski, Brandon Courtney, Nico Aguilar, and this kind of enters like the kind of freshman y kind of fringe dudes. Nico Aguilar, Justin Mejia. Malik Heinzman, Skylar Petri, Elijah Oliver, Joey Melendez. So excited for, for this weight. I think we'll see. I don't know how they're going to see it. Actually, I don't think we'll see it. Um, because I would imagine the 2-3 is going to be Rivera Milhoff, which will keep which will keep glory on Spencer's side, which is unfortunate because and maybe I'm wrong here about Milhoff. I just I just think Milhoff's behind those guys, those three. I think he's behind Rivera. I don't even think that's in question. And I think he's behind Pat Glory, potentially. I would like to see that match. I would like to see Glory-Milhoff, and I'd also like to see Glory versus Rivera. And we may only get one of those matches. And I could be way putting the cart in front of the horse for Pat, but that's just kind of me reading tea leaves. And I, I want to see Glory against, like, anybody. Uh, I yeah. Think it's, you know, I don't know how much we learned about Spencer. I think Spencer's going to work everybody. Um, Sebastian, I think, is like his own tier. And mm -hmm. then and then I think there's everybody else. Um, I, I just want to learn a lot more about uh, Glory. You know, who's, you know who's here that I think I want to keep an eye on? Is a Jay Albus kid. Tell me about him. Where is he from? What's he do? Um, he, he, he's a D2 champ. Uh, champ. Um, so I don't know. He he had a good a good couple performances. I just think I looked up his results once. I don't know off the top of my head, um, but he beat somebody this year that made me like look up his results. And um, I think I, I think he's a thing. Like I think he knocked off some good D one guys. Oh, see the one that that uh, Tech followed the Rutgers guy. Perhaps. Okay. All right. I know who he, I know who this guy is. Okay. Got it. All right, so 125 pounds. You're you're saying we're saying collectively. I'm speaking for you, Spencer Lee, and then you really think you think Rivera is just on his own. I I I agree that Rivera is on his own, but there is that component of I'm not sure. Maybe Pat Glory may be in that mix with him. That's the only thing I see. And then you know Justin Mejia down at 25 is just like kind of fascinating to me. I have no idea that could not work out well at all. But I'm curious to see him. And then Connor Brown. Um, will he do any elaborate celebrations? Perhaps you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot to learn from from the back half of the the names in that in that field. Yeah, so we'll learn a lot there from basically two on. But Spencer probably going to be. What's your final? My final, uh, you know, Spencer over Sebastian. Yeah, let's. I'm. I'm taking. Hey, how close is he, Willie? We need to get updates. How's your weight? Good. <laughs> He's good. You guys remember Leo? No. What's up, guy? Harvard. Oh. Flair Academy. Oh, you gosh. Like, how high were you ranked last year? Fifth? Fifth? Yeah. You oh. probably should have been higher, huh? But I hate, I hate you guys. It is what it is, man. Yeah, you do hate Blair. Um, okay. So we're going to continue to get the weight updates. We're going to go weight by weight. Um, so we did 25. Hey, let's give a score. 
We gotta give scores. We can't just give because who? Oh wow, man! They tuned in. We got they got some great commentary. We said Spencer Lee would win a tournament. Congratulations! No, we've got to get nitty gritty. We got to get details. Give me a final score, Spencer Lee, Sebastian Rivera. 11-3. Rivera. Okay, I've got Spencer. I've got. I've got. I got eight three. Yeah, I could see that. Nine four, uh, maybe not four. Something like that in that range. We'll see. I, I just man, Rivera's just he's a dog, man. But yeah, he's gonna lose. One thirty three, lose a little bit of that uh that mustard. No Seth Gross. No Seth Gross. Sad. However, Nathan Tomasello, Austin DeSanto, Joey Silva. I didn't know that we would see Joey Silva down this low. I thought Silva, well, especially as a red shirt, you'd think 141 pounds would be where he's going to be competing, right? Because I think ultimately that's his destiny, to be a 41 pounder. But he's registered at 133 here, which is not, you know, he was around that weight in, in okay. high school. So it's not preposterous. Did he not wrestle 33 this year? I don't, to my knowledge. Has he competed yet? He did. He competed somewhere a couple weeks ago. I thought he was at thirty three, but perhaps I I could be mistaken. No, no, I he got. Did, he did compete somewhere. Um, yeah, you're right. Cleveland State four and zero. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so was that at thirty three or forty one? No, you're right. He was at thirty three because I haven't been tracking him as much as I thought I was. So really excited for for him. And the reason I bring him up not only is like this weight is not particularly deep. You know, I think people look at this, you say, okay, DeSanto Tomasello, final, book it. But this guy's two or three and oh against Austin DeSanto. Beat him, yeah. beat him in back to back Super 32 finals, I want to say. It's a, it's a tough matchup. And Austin DeSanto is, you know, he's gotten really good, but has he emerged that much to overcome it? I think, if nothing else, you know it's going to be a match, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be a match. And I think, you know, I think DeSantos needs to progress. Um, we see the way he scores points. We know he's capable of elite wins. He beat Mitch last year. He beat, I mean, he was a hair from All-American as yeah. a true freshman. Um, so, so, you know, he's good. But I, I, I don't think he has immunity, so to speak. I mean, I think, I think that sometimes... He could he could be in a tight one or even take a loss to somebody you wouldn't expect. Um, not because he's not good and not gonna be great, um, just because that's where he is in his development. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I'm I'm curious, man. I think Iowa is just a fascinating um, story coming into mm -hmm. this one. I mean, they're they're the runaway favorites, but we're still gonna learn so much about this team. They're they're gonna win the tournament, right? That's like determined. Yeah, it's, it's basically. I wrote, you know, I wrote a like a, a, a Midlands look on them. And I kind of like how, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but from the track record that I see um, over the years is that Tom Brands has made, you know, you, you go through some lineup things in the beginning. Maybe there's injuries. Maybe there's weight situations. Maybe there's um, uh -oh. challenges at a particular weight. But Tom Brands have seemed to make it a thing where, Everything's a feeling-out process or, or window dressing until Midlands. And then for the, the Hawkeyes at Midlands, it is go time. And that's when, uh, you know, that's when the rubber meets the road. And I love it because 
you get like a, almost this preseason taste. But you know when Iowa um, comes to Midlands, now they're all systems go. Yeah, this, and not only that, the stakes are high for the individuals themselves that are battling for you know Vince Turk and. Um, Carter Happel are, are looking up at Max Murin and they're going to have an opportunity. You know, they can win that weight. That weight is not great. If, if an Iowa guy wins that, you could say, hey, okay, 141 is theirs, right? Um, so I think we're, we're going to learn a lot there. We're going to learn a lot about Pat Lugo. Where does he fit? And I didn't even say his name uh, when I was listing off 149 contenders. Somehow he didn't wind up in there. But Pat Lugo, definitely a contender to win this tournament. Uh, he beat Kalazic last year. Now, we haven't seen the optimized Pat Lugo yet, but you know that, man, they've had a singular focus on this Midlands date. Um, I, I think we're going to get a different Pat Lugo at Midlands. I don't have any reason to believe that other than it's Iowa and and Midlands is circled and highlighted and they're going to be ready for well, it. Here's the thing about Pat Lugo to me is that not it's not that he's sort of up and down, right? He beats Brandon Sorensen and then loses to who'd he lose to from like Cal state Bakersfield or something. Right. Roll thing. Um, yeah. So, uh, to me, it's, I don't know if it's so much that he's inconsistent. I mean, he's definitely inconsistent. Yeah. He's inconsistent. But, right. But his style makes for, it makes it tough. Cause he's just a take him down, let him up guy. Right. Well, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. If you can't ride it, it I makes, yeah, it so, makes, yeah, yeah, and if you have some bottom str- struggles, it, it's hard to win takedown tournaments, right? I mean, just straight like that, and yeah, I think that's that's part of his issue. So we'll see, we'll see where he's at. There's a, it could go a lot of different ways for him because this is he's going to be tested in the first two rounds probably. There's going to be someone good. Just look at those names. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven guys that I determined to be really relevant, so had, viable guys. You had NATO. You had you had NATO beating Seth, right? I did. I, I had Seth, uh, and now where you go? I mean, yeah. All the confidence in NATO. Yeah. All the confidence in NATO to win this bracket. Uh, I don't know. I, I think DeSanto is. DeSanto can beat a lot of guys. I just think NATO's like a terrible matchup for him. So, I mean, who do you have in the finals? What's your final? I, I'll i pick DeSanto to make the final, provided he's opposite Tomasello, which, which he certainly should be. But, if man, if, if Silva's on his side, that's going to be problematic. But there's no guarantee that, you know, it's not like Silva's going to be a three-seed or anything like that. He's going to be just kind of dropped in there. I've got to imagine he's not going to have criteria to get seeded they particularly put, they high. They put Super 32 results in the seeding criteria. No. No. They kind no. You know what, Willie, you, you laugh. I think they should. Call me crazy. You beat them twice. Well, it's not, not really the DeSanto thing. But, you know, if you're looking for... I don't know if you're looking for. I, I think if you win Super Thirty Two, man, it should be considered at least something. <laughs> it should get you a seat. It should get you like a top twelve thing. I mean, maybe I'm crazy. I I, you know, put yours in Fargo Six. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Why? Uh, okay, well I'm drawing the line because I'm the arbiter. Cadet, I'm Cadet the arbiter. Fargo Six. There was eight people in the bracket. No, I, I'm the. I I'm happy to be the arbiter know, of which definitely. high school results. I don't know. I don't even know. This is absurd, but I don't know who's going to be in the final. I think DeSanto gets knocked off by somebody. Oh my I gosh! Think, I, I think he takes like third. I think DeSanto takes third. Okay. Who beats him? I don't know. Who beats him? Garrett Peppel, maybe. You never know. No. 
Not nope. Garrett Peppel. I ruled out Garrett Peppel, but anyone else could beat him. <laughs> All right, fine. That's not what I'm saying. That's what what you, okay, you have DeSanto in the finals. Yeah, I got NATO over DeSanto by like, I'll say 8-3. I think most of these are going to be 8-3 finals. Every every match is 8-3. Yep, yep. Right. One way or the other. Uh, which brings us to 141 pounds. We got Max Murin, Tristan Moran, Josh Albert, Ryan Prater from the, from the most most yeah. random Midlands entry maybe ever, possibly. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm so amazed. I tweeted this, but I have to say it. This guy is entering the weight he wrestled in collegiately in 2009. That That right there, if that doesn't get you on the OW ballot, I don't know what will. It, it he was should. at Christmas dinner, and he was. They were like, "Hey, stuffing." He's like, nah, "I got a tournament." <laughs> tournament, <laughs> Ryan. You're 32. What are you talking about? No, That's Ryan awesome. Prater. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Navante Demison, Nathan Boston, Vince Turk, and Quinn Kenner. This is not. This one is wide open, and that's another way to say this weight is not that great. Um, there's. Iowa got like three guys that can play. Yeah. Yes, they they do. I think. Man, I don't know. Maybe you sure I'm. You have all the players here at 41. No, I'm not sure of anything. Um, <laughs> You're not sure if you have all the contenders in that list. I'm. I was. I was just like looking through it and putting the names down. Feel free to to double check me uh, on that. But those I, are the. the, wi- I'm, the listen, the Wi-Fi's so bad right now. I cannot open the list. All right. Well, don't do anything here. I'll. I'll just uh, I'll just do straight Daniel Nomad and read every name. Oh, Josh Maruka didn't make it in there. He should. Oh, Josh Heil, Josh Heil, put those names in there. Ryan Deal, what happened? What's wrong with me? Oh wait, I'm reading 149. That's part of the problem. No, this weight is maybe as as uh, as poor as I <laughs> as I thought. Wilfredo Gill, which is not Nick Gill, so that would help. But I don't know who Wilfredo is, so he's out. Sal Perfacci, who is. Uh, Mike Mal's guy. That's something. Uh, he's pretty good. No, I stand by my list. That is the list. That's the list, huh? Riley Molitor, Mike Van Brill. You could throw those guys in. Ben Freeman, but Tony Cialone, but that's it. <coughs> that's what I got. All right, so uh, you can oh take God, this. I take believe this you said Ch- Tony Cialone on this show. That's um, for Kyle Brackey. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Josh Albert, I think. I think he's the guy you got to pick. I wonder about, um, oh, what's his name? Tristan Moran. I don't, I think it's because I'm, whenever you, you guys hang, love Tristan Moran. No, that's my problem. I'm, I'm out. I'm not out on him, but I got to stop. He's like, you hang around, you like him, you just want to see him. I'll just pick him. No, Christian, not picking him to win Midlands. I'm going power double. Max Murin. Please. Okay, I got I got yeah. Murin over Albert. Three one sudden victory. No, eight three sudden victory. It'll be three three, and they'll hit him with a five. Even those I have those a hard don't, time trusting. Don't exist. Oh, anymore. because Mikey Carr's out. Yeah, Mike Carr's out. And I think Brian Lantry's out too. Oh geez. Well, yeah, I don't have Lantry. No, Lantry's not registered. Okay. Um. Well, Buffalo's here, but um. Yaya Thomas, Sedarian Perry are here, I believe. Ah. Uh, that tickles your fancy. I don't think so. I'm going Albert over Murin. Perry? Are you sure? 
No, Sedarian Perry is not registered. Okay. Well, he's in space preview. You got Al. You got Albert over who? Uh, I got Albert over Murin. Okay. Close. Come on, can you give, it, give people some? You got a three. Okay. All right, one forty nine. We talked about not eight three, six four. Okay. This is a good weight. Alec Pantelio, Matt Kolodzik. Josh Maruka, Anthony Artelona, Brayton Lee, Max Thompson, Pat Lugo, Ja'Cory Teamer, Brayton Lee, Adult J, Sammy Sasso, and Hank Pohlmeyer. Now, boy, I it's it's anytime you have a crazy weight like this, it's kind of wise just to chalk it and just go Kolodzik, best, most consistent guy. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Matt Klausik. It's so tough to pick a final here because I don't know how they're going to seed this thing, right? Like, man, no. Yeah. You know what? No, I am taking it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do what you think. I'm not gonna switch it up <laughs> on you. I'm not gonna go straight Willie and pick Pantelio. First time down at 49. I don't think he beats Kalodzik. That could be really stupid because I said about 14 minutes ago he beat him easily three times. But it was freestyle and it was a while ago. So I'm sticking with it. Matt Kolodzik, Midlands champion. I, uh, I'm i going to go with Kolodzik, too. Um, mostly because he's r- really good at wrestling. But also because it's the first time down for Pantelio. But I'll tell you the story of this. You know, you, know, you have the story for the number one guy in the country. Um, but the story could be these young bucks. Oh, man. I mean, Sammy Sasso, Brayton Lee. Jacory. Uh, Jacory Tamer. Yeah. I mean, that, um, that is. Oh, Anthony Artelona. There's four freshmen that are, like, nasty. They all. I think Anthony Artelona's great. Weren't all those guys ranked number one at a different point in time? Sasso was. Yeah. Jacory was. Brayton. Yeah. They were all ranked number one in, mm-hmm. in high school. That's hard to do. And they're all in the same way. And they're like, I don't know. And that's the thing. Are they. Are they? If Sammy Sasso gave Kolodzik a tough, I think actually Kolodzik's a tough example, but I could see Sasso beating a Lugo or maybe even a Thompson. I think Kolodzik maybe too like at home, and I don't know if I he's going to catch him. I think those guys can screen. beat any of them, probably except for Pantelio and, and Kolodzik. Yeah, um, yeah, that and, and that's the thing. Those those two guys are more impervious to the freshman tricks of like you know. Sasso, yeah. Sasso catching you in a cradle, or Jacory Teamer spladling you. Uh, I I'm so fascinated to watch Teamer because throughout his entire high school career, I was like, is this gonna translate? This guy, I mean, he, listen, he tries to get taking... people to grab his leg the entire time. Is that sustainable? Who does that? Jacory. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but right now, who would you ta- who would you pick right now if? They come up right here on this mat. Who's over here? Bucknell's here. But if they came up on this mat right now, Patrick Lugo against Brayton Lee, who are you taking? Oh, my gosh. I, th- I think I might take Brayton Lee. I might take Brayton. Dude, I think Brayton Lee. You know what? I won't. I won't, and here's why. The It's easy to say. I just don't think you get. It's very rare that I think you get the optimized version of guys that are redshirting. They're on a different schedule. They don't have coaches. They're not just. They're just not as regulated as 
uh, as Brayton will be next year when he's in yeah. the Gopher lineup. And for, so you're 100 percent right. And I listen this season, and maybe in the past, I don't know. I am a, I'm, I'm maybe a little too high on the on the freshman kids because I don't know. I see Shane Griffith beating everybody up, and then I pick him to beat Chandler Rogers. That's like stupid, right? Yeah. Um, maybe I, maybe it's stupid for me to say Brayton Lee will be or can be Patrick Lugo, and you know maybe. Obviously, I picked Cassiope. Maybe that's stupid. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, this year, I'm a little bit biased towards the youngsters. That's okay. It's okay. I, I, I think I think anymore, if you think someone is special, then I think you're okay. I mean, there, it's very rare that you see someone that's just amazing in high school at, at, and, and they're competing all over like Brayton was. And then they just come to college and they're just not on that level. Like it's, It doesn't happen as much as I think it used to. Um, and I think... I mean, I don't know how much it matters, but I think Brayton is a hoss at 49. He is a big, full-size, slapped-together 49. He's gonna be like he's gonna be like the Zahid Valencia of 149. He's I don't not, know how. I mean, he has different bone density or something. He's not big. I mean, every time you would ask him like what weight he was going to be like, yeah, you know. But I don't know. I, I mean, or for, uh, just to get people up to speed and why I think you should maybe pump the brakes a little bit. He lost to. Um, he lost to Maruka 5-4 at 149. He lost to Jordan Shearer at Dactronics, apparently, uh, 3-1. And then he lost to Chase Straw and David Carr at, up at 57. So He lost to Chase Straw. 7-6, barn burner, you and I open. All right, pump the brakes a little. Hey, pump now it. that you're you're typing things in there, who did Art Lo- does Art Lone have a loss? Yeah, he lost to Fine Silver 5-2 at Keystone. But that's Fine Silver's good, though. Yeah, Fine Silver's good. He might win the scuffle. He might not, yeah. but he might. Um, oh, boy, I got, got text rolling in. What's going on? All right, so you got Kalazic over Pantaleo. I do, too. Yeah. What does Patrick Lugo place? <sighs> Man. Over, under, fifth. I'll say, I'll say he's fourth. I'll say, okay. so I guess that's under. I think I picked him fifth. That's that's uh that in, that could pre- in that preview thing. We will find out a lot. I I I mean one forty nine, I have several best weights, uh indisputable best weights, but one forty nine is definitely the best weight. It's one forty nine the best weight of the entire week. That's what um that's what we'll get into. I will give you all the best weights and then we'll figure okay. out the best of the best weights. But this is definitely the best weight. One fifty seven Oh boy, this this uh this is like is this the best weight? This is not the best weight. No one would ever say this is the best weight, but it is the property of one Ryan Deacon. Um, so we'll have Ryan Deacon, we will have uh Caleb Young, Christian Pagdaleo, Will Luan, Quincy Monday, coolest name in college wrestling, according to Nomad. Um I, I'm not sure who else in there. Um that's really in the mix. You know, Elijah Cleary, if you say Will Luan, you should probably say Elijah Cleary since he beat him. John Van Brill, Xander Dang. Wick. Um, but that's about all I'm seeing. Kendall Coleman's interesting, right, Willie? Yes, he is. He's interesting. Uh, that's it. But that's the way. Kendall I- Coleman and somebody else. No, maybe not. I'm DJ Shannon. So these but- these are the guys I'm looking at. That That's what I'm I'm excited about. To me... Ryan Deacon is not going to be touched at any point in this tournament. I think it's just it's his. That's it. Forget it. 
Good job. Now, who's going to get second? That'll depend largely on seeding, right? Uh, yeah. I think. It's, I mean, you would have to think that early and young are the two, three. But yeah, is where is early in here? I, I mean, I'm going off a of space thingy. I, um, I don't think. No, early's not. See, I don't think he's in there. Is does Old Dominion go to this tournament? Uh, he has all the Old Dominion guys in here. All right. Well, I don't see that. Larry Early. What is about attending. Alex Smith? Smythe. Oh, don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's coming. Uh, but let's let's get to the. He's, yeah, I don't know if he's coming either. You need to look. You need to look at that email that has all the entries. Um, I'm looking at Space Preview. Well, don't look, stop looking at that. There's all these people in there not wrestling. I have. I sent you the entries. I have all the guys. I can't open it up. There's no internet. I don't even know how this is operating. Right you know now. what? That for for Christmas, I'm gonna get you a phone that has an email application, so you can check your email. Well, out. I'm not checking emails, and text right now. Oh my! Oh, okay. That's where he draws the line. You'll, I'm you'll, trying to focus. You'll check Patrick Brucky's weight, but you won't. Uh, God, people text, tap me on the shoulder. <laughs> Tony Valencia, 165. I have de- <laughs> 157. I have Deacon over early. I, he was not wrestling. I think he's wrestling. He's really not. You have him in the document, too. I wrote it in there just because you said it. He's not on the entry list. He's not coming. I got him over. I got Deacon. What are you doing? 165, you have brands right question mark. Yeah, right? Like, isn't uh? Um, yes, he's entering. Yeah, yeah. brands, right? All right, so I got Deacon. Oh, look at it. We have special time. McNeil. Oh, no. Get him. Hey, we won't, we, tell him we only have three hours. <laughs> that flow wrestling internet we connection, only, unbelievable. We only have three hours. McDonough, we only got three hours, buddy. So you got three make, hours. You got to make it quick. Hey, how the how the Badgers doing, man? Badgers are doing great. We're here. We're ready to, you know, freaking light the place up. You gonna light it up? Hey, how's uh, yeah. how's Connor Brown doing? You been working on him on his celebration game or what? I, you do you ever see me celebrate? One I mean, time, all I one got time you did this and a woohoo. You, yeah, you had a pretty I, cool flex. I, I mean, I can tell him to flex. What are we on flow? Yeah, you're live, wow. brother. This is oh, a- nice. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about? What's the next question? Uh, we're talking about the Matt McDonough comeback. When's he gonna enter the 61? Hey, what are you I'm waiting for the Masters division. You know, <laughs> beat up the old guys. Hey, we'll make I sure Bader's in that Bader bracket. right now. Bader. Yeah, beat his tail. That's, that's a good oh idea. no. Yeah. Now we got oh, the gladiator. We're really jumping around. What's up, John? Yeah, that's We're CP. really jumping around. Oh, I, I like it. I like oh, it. Dude, I don't even know if this thing can fit. Oh, man. What's up, CP? What's up, John? It's a party right now. Hey, we just rolled in town, big dog. We're ready to go. You ready? Yes, sir. How's Wick doing? Is he ready to roll? Both He's of them? ready to go, man. He's oh, yeah. All the boys are ready to go. They're ready for a war. Hey, did you get Hilger a haircut or nah? No, no. dude, you take away Samson's hair, he loses all his power. Come on. All right, all right. Hey, I'm just asking. We got, we got to keep the hair around. Okay, keep the hair around. Well, hey, make sure these guys are on weight. I don't want anyone blowing weight. You tell them Matt McDonough made 125 for four years. There's no excuses, right? I tell them that, and they tell me I'm a lunatic, and that never happened. But, I, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to roll up the punches. Okay. Hey. Have a good rest of your show. Hey, Go Badgers. Thanks. Thanks, McDonough. All right. There you go. All right. <laughs> so, sometimes sometimes Matt McDonough and John Reader are on the show. Okay. okay. 
Speaking of the Badgers, they've got a good one at 165 pounds. You may be familiar. His name's Evan Wick. He's from California. He is also the power forward for the Badgers team uh, in basketball, which is interesting because he's enormous. But we're hyping up this this Wick Marinelli thing. The man won 16 to three in March. Uh, you know what? Okay. Are you throw, are things. you team throw it out? Because I'm kind of team throw it out. Well, um, yeah, I'm kind of team throw it out too. Well, of course I am because I said it's a thing, right? One guy doesn't win 16 to three, and then I say it's a thing if I didn't throw it out. Okay. However, there's a couple things here. I said that, Christian, give me your guys that you've seen this season that look like they jumped levels. Because I'll give you three. That To me, that's like, wow. We knew he was good. He looks great. And that's Alex Marinelli. I have three. Alex Marinelli, Ryan Deacon, and Evan Wick. They mm-hmm. look like ridiculous, in my opinion. They're tearing people's heads off. Well, Deacon is like the number one uh, unquestionable for me. Like, just total perception changed my mind. But I... I'm not ready to go there with Marinelli, even though I love him. It's like, here's here's the guy he's guys he's wrestled. I know, I know, he, he, dude. Me, you gotta. He was smashing dudes like this last year, Willie. I know. It's just I don't know. Eyeball. I just think he he's risen. It's we'll, we will find out definitively. Yeah, we will. But you know what? I said that. You know what? I by the same token, I said, hey, Kassar's a title contender when he beat up a Kent State I, right. guy. Right, he, and and. Eyeball, right? I mean, and I do think he, I do think he looks great. I do think he looks great. I really do. RBY, kind of the same thing. But uh, I thought it was funny, um, just because fans. Uh, I posted a Twitter poll: <laughs> Who would win, Wicker Marinelli? And it was two, two to one or three to one, uh, Marinelli. Yeah. I mean, that's just not. That's ignorance. That's that's, that's not that's being sh- realistic. That's shots fired at your your Twitter following, Willie. Frankly, <laughs> um, but no, actually, on Instagram, I think they did like a, a poll in the story, and it was like the same. I think yeah. people don't even know that they they just don't know that that result happened. Clearly, there's no way. I mean, I know obviously there's a huge fan base component with Iowa, but even that, you know, they know, right? It's a thing. So. I think it's going to be much closer. I think, you know, Marinelli took him down. It was 3-3 into the second period. And then Wick got a takedown off his single leg and then just went cradle crazy, and that was it. Yeah, you know, it was funny. I looked the result up, and I'm like, yeah, I know, 16-3. But what was the score in the duel? They didn't wrestle. What was the score at Big Tens? They didn't wrestle. They only hit that one time. Right. And Wick has still never hit Chinzo. Interestingly, so there's a, there's a lot yet to learn about 65. I can't yet pick. I really flirted with picking, and I said I wouldn't make this pick till now because I really wanted to think about it for a while. But I just can't. Knowing that Wick is so on the path and so maniacally focused and on his way, I just can't pick someone to make up a 13 point jump without having some regression on the other side. There's, I just don't see it. I think. Yeah. I think reality of that match in March, it was probably like uh, a five-point win, 
probably from Wick, and it just snowballed out of control backside last sure. uh, couple matches. So I think it was, I think like two to three point win because it's almost like the Dake thing. You know he's getting away from Marinelli, and I'm saying he's getting riding time. So I think he's up two right there, and yeah. they might be a wash on their feet. Now, if, if Marinelli's got to get it done on his feet, and I think he needs to go neutral, and I think he needs to be super offensive and aggressive, but man, Evan Wick is good from neutral. And what, what I do like, what where I think Marinelli matches up well is he's a really good finisher in that he, he finishes – up high with it, right? He's not going to try to yes. come out the back door against someone like Wick who's going to far ankle you and out scramble and use their length. He's going to get to the legs and he's going to treetop it. Oh, boy. Um, uh, he's going to do that, and I think he's going to be able to finish a lot more proficiently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you get this information, you know, you, you, um, you talk to a coach in the preseason, and he says, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know, you say to him, Hey, who should I watch out for? This? Who's going to make strides this year? And they tell you, you know, this guy and that guy. And sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not, right? They just they look good in the room, so the coach tells you that. Um, so sometimes information like that is thumbs up, thumbs down. You don't know. But Evan Wick was a terror last year. He looks the part this year. And all you hear from people close to him is that he's like blinders. He is so focused. Yeah. So it... it, it it's tough for me to pick against him here. So we've got him uh, over Bull. I think it's closer. Anthony Valencia should not be discounted. Uh, I really want to watch Nelson Brands. Could Josh Shields? What if what, Josh Shields and the Bull? You're taking the Bull, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am. I would. Yeah, I love Nelson Brands. I think he's gonna play. Yeah, I do. T- mm-hmm. Yeah. Gunther's ranked 16th. He beat him. Yeah, you're right. No. Okay. 174. Zahid Valencia, Taylor Lujan, Aaron Brooks, Ryan Christensen, Johnny Sebastian, Ethan Smith, and the dealership, Steve Bowman, Chevy Dodge, makes up the 174 contenders. In my mind, this is not a definitive list. This is my list. Hey, Bryce Steyer at 165 must be mentioned. Uh, he is quite, yes, he must. He is quite good, and he will place for sure, but he, I don't think, can beat the Marinelli's oh, and Wicks. I'll tell you, I was talking to Jay Weiss today. He says Josh Kim's going to be doing good things. Josh who? Josh oh, Kim. Kim. Gotcha. 32 runner-up last year. Freshman at Harvard. Sweet. So, Go Harvard. I think he, I think he could be in the mix there to place at 65. Um, of course, it was Steyer, too. So, 74, I mean, Zahid, and then next topic, right? But what in that group... Um, do you like to come out to meet him in the finals? Man, I really think that Aaron Brooks is the second best wrestler at this weight. I, I really do. Um, I don't have a lot to substantiate that in terms of D1 data. He has won two opens, albeit weaker opens, rel- especially relative to the Midlands. Um, just his weights weren't exactly loaded. But, man, I just... I don't know. For me, I just can't unsee what he was able to do at juniors last year, and and mm-hmm. you know the way he was able to beat guys. I'm like, man, I know it's freestyle, and you can say it's different, and yeah, okay, of course. Well, we know. Yeah, but. I think I think he, I think he is okay with everybody in this field because he can make it a takedown tournament, and that's fine. I mean, he's not gonna get. 
he's not going to lose a takedown differential uh, to any of these guys. Um, Taylor Lujan with his mat wrestling and scrambling is the one that I could see maybe tricking him a little bit. Yeah, and that's a folk style specialist guy. You know, he's hitting standing Petersons. He's got all these throws and stuff. Uh, I just if 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 Brooks, you know, that's that's the match, right? I think I hope that's yeah. a two three. Uh, unfortunately, oh shoot, now we got Bono. There's the captain. Um, so with with that being factored in, I don't know where where Brooks falls in this bracket. I'm really hopeful that he's um, opposite Zahid because I do think those are two best guys. Although there's nothing to merit keeping him opposite. So I don't know what's going to happen, but Brooks is my guy to, to get second there. I think he's the next in the line of transcendent Penn state guys. I think he's going to be a multiple NCAA champion. And for, for that reason, I think he's going to do it, but you know, Lujan is Lujan and, and Christensen. That's a super season savvy veteran um, D one dude. And mm-hmm. he's good on top. He's good in all three positions. That's the kind of guy where I could see he gets a ride going, could yeah. be tough. And yeah. Brooks Brooks needs to keep it neutral, in my opinion, unless he's just yeah. like Kyle Snyder, good on bottom right out the gate, which very few guys are. Okay, agreed. Um, Who I do you will have go second. I will I will go Zahid. Man, I'll go Zahid. Ugh. I'll go Zahid Brooks, but oh. I think Luhan is is a really tricky wrestler. Oh, he's so tricky. Yeah, I've got the same as I, as I mentioned. I've, I all right now. Here's the thing. I asked someone, "Is this a thing?" Uh, uh, someone whose mind I respect far more than mine, and this person said Zahid by four thousand. Um, I don't. I don't think Brooks is that outclassed by now. He could if he gets like cradled or like caught in a scramble or like ridden into the dirt. But I think from neutral, I don't think he's that far behind Zahid. I think he's like. I think it's like a eight three maybe perhaps kind of win like where he's not in Wanna the mix, but um he's gonna win. Willie, it's not even listening to me. I'm I hope you're listening at home. I'm I'm listening to you. Zahid by five thousand. I know. Uh, I don't think by five thousand, but I think I don't think by five thousand. The person I talked to said Zahid by five thousand. I know. Okay. I was listening because I was listening. Thanks, man. So um, I think comfortably. Okay, you could put a number on it. Um, Zahid's first performance after a loss. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Eight three. <laughs> That's what I said. All right. It is. Yeah, I said eight three. I thought you were All listening. Right. All right, 184. <laughs> Drew Foster, Cordell Norfleet, Bitcoin, Gavin Hoffman. Um, I'm sure I missed some now that I'm now I'm realizing, but I think that's that's about it. La- Lafragola. Um, that's pretty much Jack Jessen is interesting. Hoff- yeah, Hoffman I mentioned, Mason Reinhardt. Yeah, that's about it. I kind of got. I, this is give this. me. I really like. Um, I really like Drew Foster. Yes. Um, Australian for wrestling. I'll take him second behind Parker. Parker's. Man, Parker's a weird one, isn't he? He's like a... Oh, yeah, Emory Parker. He's like one of the most ho-hum number twos. I know, and the thing is, he's got a crazy style. Um, so you think... You think... Parker's like a runaway favorite here? 
Yep. Hmm. You don't? No. I mean, I, I. The only person. Oh, by the way, this is Emery Parker, one eighty four returning champ versus Cash Wilkie, one ninety seven returning champ. People forget Cash Wilkie won Midlands last year. You know, it was a good bracket. One of those people that forgot is named me. I forgot. <laughs> I did not. That bracket was good. It was Jacob Warner, Patrick Brucky. Yeah, he beat Brucky. Daggone it. He Jacob Smith. Okay. So Emery's been having some squeakers. He had a 5 3 with Wisman, 5 2 with Danny Bush. He. Had a real tight one with Gavin Hoffman, 5-4. We haven't seen him since, well, he wrestled at, um, December 7th after missing Vegas. I, I'm i just, uh, I don't know. You know, he lost to Ness last year. He lost to Vince. He lost to um, Nickel. I'll allow that one. And uh, Ricky Robertson. So, I, I no, I don't, I don't think he's that far removed from a Drew Foster type of guy, personally. Uh, that's the only one to me. He Foster beat him. Was the only one it, it was thirteen ten uh, last time. Well, I mean Hoffman was right there with him last year, or this year already five four. Right. All right. So you I'm, really... I'm still I'm taking Parker, but I kind of want to take Foster. Well, I'm gonna take Foster, and then when he wins, you're gonna feel silly for not for. What being... was the, what was the score? What was the Foster Max Dean score? Foster Max Dean. Yeah, they just wrestled. Um. Max Dean won. Yes, he did. It was six five. The narrow, the narrowest allow allowable margin. I'm taking Emory Parker over Drew Foster. Okay, I've got Drew Foster over Emory Parker. Final answer one ninety seven. Oh baby, this is a regular who's who. We've got Jacob Warner, Christian Brucky. Wait, is it Christian? Am I, are my Brucky's mixed up? Is this Pat? Yep, this is Pat. Sorry. Uh, Br- Brucky. You just call him Bicep Brucky. <laughs> we'll just call him Bicep. Just shorten it. So we got Warner Bicep, Kaywood, <laughs> Josh Hokett, um, who's a running back, but also a Division One wrestler. <laughs> Bo Bresky, who is now apparently a 97 pounder for Wisconsin. Jordan Blanton, who is a All American at 174. He's the anti Prater in this situation. We got David Brian Whistler in Maryland. I think, I think he was the brother of 90210. I don't. Th- our people, you just lost like ninety eight percent of our of, of our. You never watched nine hundred two one zero? No, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of shows, Willie, back in the day. Now I'm crazy. Um, the peach pit really would have affected you. Joe Rouse involved. Joe Rouse involved. Joe Rouse. I actually think I like his chances. I like Joe Rouse's chances because I don't think this weight's very good. We will see. And Andre Lee is is in the mix as well. Um. You will not pick Joe Rao to win this tournament. You won't do it. In fact, I know you won't. <laughs> I might. You might. I think he's top three. Think he's top three. I'm. I'm gonna he's take. Certainly top four. I got Warner. I got Warner over. I got, too. I got Warner over Brucky. I got Warner over Brucky too. Wow. Although I didn't really like. I didn't like his match against Miklas. I didn't like it. Yeah, I know. But, I, but you know, you got to remember, it's like his, one of his fewest. He hasn't wrestled much. Huge spot. And he still found a way to win, albeit in a, under weird circumstances. The dude won. So I, Yeah, I'd I, I take Warner to Warner over Brucky. 
Joe Rutherford. Yeah, if it comes down to biceps, Warner is screwed. He's got no shot. <laughs> um, okay, you got Joe. Right. Ra- you got Joe Ralph third. You think if Joe Ralph loses, he's he's battling back for third place. Um, so wait, hold on. Someone needs to explain this isn't repishage. Because if Joe Rao loses to someone that doesn't make the finals, he may just leave. He may not even know. We need to make sure, That's Joe, true. We need to make sure Joe Rao understands the, the wrestleback situ- situation here. I think that's your responsibility because he's not on, he's not on a college team. He's going to be Storny, on his own. Listen to me. Let's really talk about this. I got Cassiopeia heavyweight. You're crazy. So you are crazy. Why? He's Why? Because he's not winning. Why? One. One. If he hits Stoll, they're gonna make him forfeit, and Stoll will win. First of all, Tanner Hall. How do you know that they? How do you know that they won't make Stoll? First of all, Storny, I got Storny Olo up here. Matt Storny Olo. How's his hair? He got a cap on. I don't even get to see the gray hair. Well, what's the point? Doesn't he know the whole point? The file says what's the point. Um, Stoll and Stoll and Cassiope are gonna be opposite sides. You goober. Why? Based on what? Why would Why would Tanner? Based Hall- on. Who are you talking to? Based on. Based on Chris Bono's here. What's up, Coach? Piles. Piles. That's Piles? That's not Piles. Yeah, it is. Can you get this in your ear? Oh, put it in there. Hello, Piles. What's up, buddy? (laughs) That doesn't look like you. Oh, it doesn't? Are you on on live? Yeah, we're live. live. You're literally on the show right now, Coach. Badger's ready to go. We've talked to everyone. You smell great. What do you have? You have some kind of aftershave on? Oh, man. Deodorant. Willie? No, you put the odor no. on your face. No, Bono. Bono has that spray stuff. That binaca. He's he's always spraying that stuff in. Twenty four seven. There it is. I told you. I told you. Always. Nice ice. Nice ice. Nice ice. Wait is. a second. He doesn't Apple leave home care? without Did it. Did you get this yeah. from Trudeau? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys. Goodbye. You go. See, you scared him off with the Chertow comment, Willie. Hey, is is the Wisconsin trainer not available? We've talked to everyone else. I know. Where's uh, yeah. Where's right. Ron Dane? <laughs> okay, um, you are crazy, Tony. Why Cass- am I crazy? I will bet you. I will bet you. I might be crazy. It might be stupid. It's, yeah. He's not winning this tournament. Is he good enough to? Ah, uh, yeah, I think he is. It's not happening. Can you go? Can you go over the contenders here? Are you telling me that? Cassiope's not as good as Trent Hilger, who's the third highest ranked guy in the field. I I bet you. Um, I'm not saying Hilger over Cassiope, but I'm telling you, Hilger can beat him. I think uh, Tanner Hall can beat him. I think Yusuf Hamida can beat him. I think Sam yeah. Stoll. We're talking about heavyweight here. There's right. There's a lot of one point matches. That's why I'm taking Cassiope. Go ahead. But, He's not winning. It's not happening. I will give you odds. I'll give you. I'll give you two to one. Three to one. Um, so you, so if you win, so if you win, you get a three piece. If I win, I get a bucket. Yeah. If, if Tony Cassiope wins, me and him share a bucket of Popeyes. You share split a bucket. I and I only get a three piece. No biscuit. I don't even. Where I'm, where I'm in. Okay. Well, I got chicken. Now, last no, time you didn't I'm even in. you didn't even pay up on your Popeyes, but you just gave me money. I wanted I chicken felt. I want a chicken fellowship, and you just gave me cash. It's not what I wanted. Okay, so we got chicken on this one. That's when you know it's real. Cassiope is not winning this. No disrespect. I think he's awesome. You're just out of control. Mason Paris is involved, too. He's not winning. It's not happening. Not happening. Cassiope, I mean, it's freestyle, but he beat him handily. Yes, he did. But, but, 
one guy's first freestyle tournament ever versus and he could beat him again. I think I think Cassiope's a favorite over Paris. But I'm just saying, that's a guy that could they could beat him. Uh, and I really I'm a lot higher on Hilger than you are. Um I like Hilger. No, you don't. I like Hilger a lot, but you're telling me that Cassiope can't beat him? I of course he can beat him. But you're All right, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I know I know what you're playing here. You're playing you're playing Cassiope, the odds for him to go through all these guys is tough. Granted, granted. But can Cassiope beat Conan Jennings? Okay, yeah. Can he beat Tanner Hall? Maybe. I don't. Maybe not. Can Cassiope beat Matt Stencil? Yes. Can Cassiope beat Jake Gunning? Yes, that's a hard match. That's a hard match. Can Cassiope beat Hilger? Yes, that's a very hard match. Can Cassiope beat Yusuf Amida? Yes, very tough. I mean, that's the field. Yeah, I think. But, now, I, I get what you're saying. It's tough for to run that road. I get it. It's a it's a deep bracket for a freshman. Okay, point taken. I just think I would take him in all those individual matchups. I think I'll say this. I think he's more likely to be outside the top three than win it. Maybe even outside. I really believe that. I just and oh, I yeah. I don't think there's. I mean, if he takes fifth, I'm not surprised. If he loses to two of these guys, I just think if you put Cassiope and you line him up, this guy, that guy, I got, I I take Cassiope in every matchup. All right. Is this because when he when he tech followed Brandon Metz? (laughs) No. (laughs) Brandon Metz told him to tech him. (laughs) This happened. Did, Did we ever make that public? I don't think so. So guys. Brandon Metz at somewhere. It might have been a junior trials. It was Brandon, in Rochester, Minnesota. Brandon Metz told him to gut him or leg lace him. He hurt his leg. He hurt his leg in a lace. And he got so, put back down, forced parterre. And we are basically positive. He gets up and he says something to Cassiope. And Cassiope just kind of nods his head. And he just guts him. And he's going to roll it. And gets tech we are almost positive we can't prove it that he asked him he to said, got me don't lace yeah i'll go over i can't prove it but we uh we're pretty sure that's what happened all right scuffle scuffle let's, let's, let's get scuffle. let's get to the noog noog chattanooga tennessee yeah. well wait let's put a bow on midlands for crying out loud i think Iowa's gonna win shocking um but who gets second? Is Wisconsin in the mix here to get second place? Am I high on 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 Badger Max right now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they can play, take second. Okay. Of course they can. All right. Well, that's what Especially I think. Especially if Mc, if McDonough wrestles attached. Yeah, if McDonough can wrestle attached at one fifty-seven, those guys are in trouble. No, they can. I mean, last year, last year Iowa. Here's his team scores last year. Iowa had 150-ish. The next three were all neck and neck with 100 points. It was Central Michigan, Rutgers, and Arizona State. Yeah. So, the, actually, would I keep team scores of Michigan's unattached guys? No. No. Stop it. Also, okay. also stop it. What, uh, Michigan? No, I guess maybe not. No, definitely not. They so Wisconsin, yeah. Who we, who we got out here now? Before hey, I don't know, but your internet, you're uh, you're getting your feeds getting worse. I don't know if you need to close some tabs, Willie, but it's getting it's getting a little choppy. Rutgers is here now. 
No, they're not. Okay. They're not. I can't control. Listen, dude. I can't control the internet. Okay. Why? Well, you can control, control your. You can control your focus and focus right now on the Southern Scuffle, not Joe Pollard's status. Okay. 125 pounds. We've got Nick Piccinini. Hey, listen, listen. Nick Piccinini, Rico Montoya, Brody Teske, Shakur Laney, uh, Paxton Rose, and Jacob Camacho. Those are the contenders as I see it uh, at 125 pounds. Really, how do you see it? Pitch, right? Yeah. Pitch, and then how I'm really excited to see Teske. It's his first competition of the year. Uh, we haven't watched him yet. Well, how much? I mean, Roman Bravo Young comes out the gate. He's like, Tooling people up. I don't think Teske's gonna be doing that, but man, you look at this weight. You're looking for a number two. I don't think it's gonna be Teske, but you can't say it won't be him, considering you know Rico Montoya. We don't know what he is at 125 pounds yet, and there's you know Shakur Laney's not making weight. I, you know, I'm not sure. That guy's making the Penn State room. So if if you know Roma Bravo Young, we said it a million times. He was having. You know, he was decisioning most people, most people with a pulse in high school, and he comes out and he's lighting up the scoreboard as, you know, six months later. Um, maybe Teske is that. Maybe he's not. Um, I won't be surprised, but I, I'm going to go Montoya or, or Camacho. Really? Okay. So we're, we're talking, everyone's got pitch. Pitch is going to win this weight right, almost right. assuredly. And for, you know, for this team race, that's very, you know, it's, it's you know, Penn State's going to be maybe miles ahead. But, you know, as the field narrows, this is why Penn State has lost at Big Tens a couple times is because their greatness is personified the bigger the field. And this field's yeah. going to be tightened, and it's going to allow a lot of Oklahoma State guys that would not normally make finals and win tournaments and place high to place high, and it's going to kind of narrow their margin of victory somewhat. So pitch – potentially bonusing his way to a title here at 125, that's that's notable. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And then uh, you go to 33 where, where it's – Oh, my. I mean, it's – This is the best it's way. Penn State, it's, it's Penn State, Oklahoma State again is the question here. Um, although you do have Austin Gomez. This may not be the best way, but it is the best match. Dayton RBY is the match. And you know what? That's like – if I'm Austin Gomez and, you know, you hear that, you're like, okay, really? I'm not a factor here. No, I think he is for sure, but I just – what I've seen from any Dayton. Any intel – you get the brackets yet? You uh, – any intel on how they might see this? I know we we pined about it or put our opinion – talked about it a couple episodes ago, but any more thought here or knowledge? Or- I feel very confident that Dayton and Gomez will be – or, excuse me, RBY and Gomez will be the 2-3 uh, and Dayton will be the 1. So, okay. Just based yeah. on who's entered, I feel good about that. Now, one four. So, all right, Dayton RBY. Who's gonna yeah. win? What's the score? So you have RBY. So you have RBY over Gomez. I do. In the semi. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Um, I do too. I I think that RBY. And this, I mean, RBY's leg attacks are are good and are probably more consistent and reliable that I take RBY in that situation. Uh, RBY, Dayton, I'm going Dayton. I am too. And I think it's going to be potentially the mat that he wins it on. I think he's. I think maybe he gets a ride out and gets away. 
That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, if he scores from neutral, I don't know if he hits a pass by on him. You know, we haven't seen as many of those from, from Dayton. Um, well, okay, that's a that's a good point. I just I just thought of that, like this right the second before you said it. We haven't seen a, a whole lot of Dayton neutral offense because a whole lot of guys aren't. I don't know if there's a whole lot of action against him. My RBY is going to wrestle him. RBY will wrestle him. So that could open up some some of his uh, ducks and drags and those types of things. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I think it might be possible that we see him score more points on an RBY than, you know, a Montori Bridges. But there wasn't as much action. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't. And that'll be the thing. What I was going to say is, you know, if RBY's getting the legs, I could see Dayton scoring off a counter there. You know, his leg, he's been uh, at Reno, who's shooting this single leg to his opponent's, his opponent's left is really nice, like a post, uh, almost like a high crotch, high s- or knee pull thing. And it looked really good. But one thing we've seen is like, is is that going to convert against the the top level guys? And that's what I'm not quite sure of yet with with Dayton. He's fantastic. I think he's going to win. He can win in a lot of different ways. And I think maybe we'll see him flex a little bit of his math skills here. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you think? I mean, part of the reason I take Dayton is even as prolific uh, as RBY has looked this year. I mean. People don't take Dayton down. No. No, they don't. I mean, guys aren't getting to his legs hardly. I mean, Montori did, um, but not not many guys are getting in either. He's tough to get to. All right, so I got Dayton over RBY, and so do you? Yes, we do. Close, though. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. 141, and from basically this weight to 184, uh, 197, there's a fine silver. So... Just pretend every list I say, there's also a fine silver involved. So Nick Lee, Cade Brock, Real Woods, Real Woods, Ian Parker, Nick Gill, and a fine silver. So this one immediately kind of pairs down to Nick Lee, Cade Brock in your mind, perception-wise. But I just, I see some potential. If Cade Brock is Reno Cade Brock, there's, Nick Gill's a problem there. If Cade Brock is Reno, Cade Brock, I think Real Woods is potentially problematic there. Uh, but if Cade Brock is optimized Cade Brock, then I think he he wins this thing. And so basically you're playing this game of what version of someone do I get, whereas I could just pick Nick Lee, and I know, you know he what? has been basically the same guy for two years now. I, most of the time, though, when when you're like I don't know which Cade Brock we're gonna get which Patrick Lugo you're gonna get I don't know which this guy we're gonna get most of the time that's bad that's a bad indication yeah um so like I'm not you know he he's losing to like good guys I mean Sam Turner's good um I'm just I am not picking Cade until. There is a pattern of, of consistency there. So I'm going to say I'm going to say it's like Nick Lee and Woods in the finals. Oh, my goodness gracious. You're all the way out. No, 
I just think, I mean, that's not all the way out. I think, true, I think Woods is awesome. Yeah, you got a true freshman beating him. Um, man, I, I, I still am going to say it's Lee and Brock in the in the finals. Now, stylistically, it's interesting. Nick Lee is just so good at getting the legs. He's so good at reattacks. Uh, Cade's going to have to be selective with his offense, I think, if he wants to beat what's Nick 41, Lee. What's 41 right now, Christian? What's the one, two, three? Um, it's it's Yanni McKenna Ironman, I believe. Any chance any chance Lee jumps in there yes. with that group? Yeah. 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 I mean he was right there with, with uh he was right there with McKenna last year, you know, in the duel. Uh, yeah, I mean that was the closest that he showed, I think. I mean he, he got beat by Mike Carr, he went that ridden out. I, I guess what I'm saying is I think Nick and it's tough because we didn't see him against the Elite, elite guys yet this year, but we thought that Nick Lee in his sophomore year could make a jump. I think we're seeing that, but he hasn't hit the elite guys yet. I think he, he could be in that tier. His massive knee brace worries me a little bit. Um, hopefully there's nothing going on there, but that is a little concerning. Uh, however, yeah, I do think he can jump in. I, I wouldn't pick him to be. I think Ironman is is simultaneously like the most vulnerable guy yet I think Lee matches up the worst against him right like Ironman will let guys hang around and in matches but at the same time it's like the areas where Nick Lee is good getting the legs and stuff Ironman's just like so crafty and whatnot so and Ironman I think beat him pretty soundly last year at NCA so I yes he, he can he can get in there but it, it's tough to say you know how how it's gonna happen. You're just kind of believing in his talent and the fact that you know he was so good as a true freshman. That you would expect some improvement. So I I uh, I got Lee over Brock. You know I really this morning I was gonna pick Cade. I really was gonna do it. But man, I'm I'm with you. I want to see like string something together before I go. I mean, away. right now I'm listen. I for eight years have loved Cade Brock. Probably Kid Brock's number one fan. Love him. I want him to. See, I want to see him do well. Um, but when you're losing to Santa, who else lose to recently? Well, he lost to Demas. He lost to uh, uh, yeah, he Mitch lost McKee. Demas, he lost to Sam Turner. Right. So I'm. I'm not gonna. He could lose. He can lose to Nick Gill. He can lose to Real Woods. Yeah. Those guys aren't bad guys. No, they're good. They're really good. One forty nine. Super interesting. Brady Berge, Caden Gefeller, Mitch Feinsilver, uh, Jared Verclearen, Jared Prince, Russell Rolfing, Matt Zavistoski. Those are the guys uh, I view as contenders there. You know, another potential Oklahoma State-Penn State final, but I think the favorite and probable one seed is going to be Mitch Feinsilver, even though Gefeller won this uh, tournament last year. It was at 141. I think Feinsilver is the favorite. Like him a lot. Part of me wants to pick G. I, I'm all over the place here. I'm really having a hard time getting a read on this weight class and where Mitch Feinsilver really really fits here. And then, you know, I think about Gefeller, and then I don't know why I shouldn't even consider this at all. But just remembering G losing to Verclaren at who's number one, it's kind of like stuck in my mind. Like, he was totally shut down there. It was so strange. So, like, is that well, a, I'll tell is, you, I'll is tell that you. a thing? Um, didn't G beat him last year? Um, they were in different weights. Okay. Maybe maybe in freestyle. I'll tell you this. 
running the event, running who's number one, you get, I got to, you know, you're around the kids a lot. G, that, G was not in shape. Mm-mm. He did not train for that. He was a mess. Got it. Um, okay. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking G versus Fine Silver in the finals. So, and who you got winning? I don't know. I'll find some. I'll go. I'll go G. I'll go Caden K- uh, back to back. I kind of got. I like. I want to pick G as well. I feel like I'm being a fine silver hater a little bit here because I think that. Oh, that there's nothing wrong with. Well, I mean, what's G? What's G rank? I don't know. You gotta be ranked sort of high. Fine silver is like seven. Right. Um. He's eleventh right now. You know, he's undefeated. He's wrestled really well. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. You know, Fine Silver lost to Austin O'Connor as well as Ashnault this year. Yeah, I got G. I don't know. And Bergie's a real wild card here, man. Like I will I will agree with you 100%. When, I mean, you're being honest saying you're trying to let this weight sort of shake out before you make any definitive things. It's tough, right? It's like nobody's separating themselves. I mean, Bergie could, Bergie could absolutely win this weight. It's just I didn't like his activity against uh, Maruka, and it's going to be a two-day weigh-in. Two-day weigh-in, yeah, that is definitely notable. Also, it, it's not just activity level. It's just like stylistically, the guy doesn't generate offense. He's But but he has maybe the best reattacks at the weight. Like His, his go-behind stuff is insanely good, and it has it been insane. for a while. His feet are so fast getting to the angle. And he can go both ways. He can go right and left. Uh, I really like him. I like him a lot, but I just don't think he's there yet. I'm not ready to. That style and the reason you don't pick guys to win tournaments, it's like it's hard to Jason Sertis it. We've seen it like one time, a guy that just like lived and died in tiebreakers and really close matches and won NCAAs and, uh, or even win t- tough tournaments. It's just a tough way to make a living. So I'm going Gefeller here. Probably stupid, but uh, I will do dumber. So you're G over five, so we both have that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 57. Who will Jason Nolf wrestle in the finals? Who will Jason Nolf wrestle in the finals is a good question. Um, Well, that music is loud. Holy smokes. Um, Jason Nolf, David Carr, Paul Fox, Quentin Hovis, Andrew Shomers is the... uh, is the crew there? That is not inspirational. This just just sounds like a, a Jason Off highlight waiting to happen. Um, oh man, I gotta pick a finalist here. I'll say I'll say I'll say David Carr. I'll say David Carr too. Um, I'm waiting for a day. Maybe it'll never come. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for a day. Hovis does. I am too. He was good. I know. I liked him a good. lot in high school. But we'll see. Geez, what if Carr and Hovis wrestled again? Holy smokes. Um, but yeah, probably on paper, Fox should be the two seed here and uh, be the guy. But I don't know. I mean, Shomers is solid. I'm saying Carr just because t- Carr is definitely the second most talented guy. And when I'm like a little bit unsure, I'll just choose talent. And he may yeah, not I'll be go- there yet. I'll go same. But he's probably going to get pinned or teched by Jason Alf because that, <laughs> that is... Uh, oh, I thought you meant before that. Um, 
165. I, dude, this has got to be up there with one of the best this weights, is, right? This is definitely the best weight. Um, Vincenzo Joseph, Chance Marsteller, Makai Lewis, Chandler Rogers. Then uh, on the fringes, you've got Mason Manville, who I, you know, he might have wrestled folk style recently, but I don't remember it. Um, Mason Manville. So, and Tyler Marinelli. So, but that big. He wrestled somewhere. He did wrestle. He wrestled at the yeah. Jonathan Kaloost Bearcat Open. He lost to yeah. Womack and Trent Hydley. So that was a tough, yep. tough bracket. Uh, but that was at 74. Now he's down at 65, his, his fighting weight. Oh, so it's the big four here, though. Chenzo, Marsteller, Makai Lewis, Chandler Rogers. And I think kind of pair that down. It's probably Chenzo, Marsteller. But... Marsteller... They hit last year. That was a close match, right? Both were really close. Both yeah, were really they hit close. Mm-hmm. They wrestled twice. Marsteller won. Marsteller beat Lewis, and then I think lost to Steiger. Yeah. Um, so who you got? You got Chenzo? Man, I see Chenzo Marsteller so badly. There's a lot of... I don't think... Yeah, that's what I got. I got Chenzo over Marsteller. I got Chenzo over Marsteller, 4-2 win for Vincenzo. Who you got third of that group? I'll take Makai. I really like okay. him. I think he gets third. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. see. You know, Chandler, Chandler Rogers, kind of like, ah, it's not sure what we're getting with him. He looks good. He sometimes doesn't look good. He lost to, I mean, he may not make it too much of an Ashworth loss because Ashworth is truly, really, really, really good. But I just think, I think Makai matches up well against Chandler. All right. Okay, now, from 174 up, we have a Dupre in every single weight class, I'm pretty sure. So we had the fine silvers from like 41 to 84. Now we've got the Dupre family, 74 up. Uh, in this weight. And we also have Mark Hall, David McFadden, Joe Smith, Jacoby Smith, Marcus Coleman, and Trent Hydley. This this one is spicy. This is also the best weight. Another another best weight. Yes. So, on paper, I think it's three. I think it's Mark, McFadden, and Joseph Smith. I I Just watching Joseph at Reno, I think he's better than Jacoby. Could be totally off there. I just... I thought his leg attacks looked really clean. I thought he looked re- really strong. His pace is outstanding. Um, I'm really hoping for McFadden Smith's uh, Jaco- Joe Smith semi. I think that would be amazing wrestling. Man, Joe, the, the, the times he got to legs, he got to legs so often and so easy. He looked, I mean, his Hughes win was really eye opening to me. Um, That's the one I, I'm kind of referencing. Yeah. So I, I really, man, I, I kind of think he can go with a McFadden. Now, McFadden's going to give him troubles with, with his scrambles. We've seen scramblers can give Joseph some some problems. And then, you know, Mark Hall's a totally different problem. So I think you can safely say, okay, it's McFadden and Hall here. And I, I believe that. But, man, I think Joe can go with both of those guys on his feet. Well, the tough thing here, Kirsten, is maybe you said that, but I missed it. It's a two-three. Who gets a two-three? Who has to go four on the side with Mark? Yeah, that's the question. I think, I think Joseph gets the four. Mm-hmm. 
I think Jacoby as a returning All-American will get the nod over Joseph, a All-American a couple years ago who didn't wrestle last year. You know, obviously, if he had beaten him at Reno, it would have sorted yeah. that out, but that didn't happen. So and that's I- fine. I mean, I think that's one. But to me, just as a fan, that the matchup, I want, I want McFadden and Joe Smith. I know. I don't think you're going to get it unless it's. I know. Unless. Backside. Yeah, unless it's backside. Uh, I just think that's how you have to see it. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I can work on the on the Cedars. Try to influence them to. Make Joe a three, but so I. Who are you taking? Who are you taking in the finals? I got Mark over McFadden. That's pretty chalky, but man, how you? I mean, I'm not picking against Mark Hall. I know that much, and uh, I I'm not confident to pick anyone to beat David McFadden. That guy is just a straight up winner. Um, if it's winnable, he wins. Is kind of my mindset. I don't think Mark Hall's winnable, yeah. so he's not going to win. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go that route two. I'm going to go that route two. And I got like five two for Mark over McFadden. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. You're with me. I'm excited to watch Trent Hydley at this weight. He's exciting. Um, we'll see where he's at. I really like um, Marcus Coleman too, but we'll see. Okay, another Dupre at 184. This is Lou. We got Shakur Rashid. Joel Shapiro, Sammy Colbrick, Chris Weiler, and Hunter Bolin. This weight is not great because no Zach Zabatsky, uh, at least as far as I could tell, he was not on the registration list, which is unfortunate because I would love to see him versus Shakur. But we won't get to. But we will get to pray Rashid, I believe, if they're opposite each other. And uh, I don't think we need to belabor the point here unless you've got some radical take. I've got Shakur over Lou Dupre um, comfortably. Yeah, I'm with you too. I'm with you too. Although I like a little bit what I see out of Shapiro, but I don't see quite yet. Um, kind of weird to me that Weiler went down to 84, but I mean, ultimately when we're making picks, I'm going machine. Yeah, I don't get it. Da 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 da. Okay, 197. Kind of a deep weight, but it's Bo Nickel's property. Uh, he this yeah, is this is his, but Bo Nickel. Uh, a, Obligatory to pray, Dakota Gear, Stephen Loazzo, Willie Miklas, Tom Slay, Nathan Traxler, Randall Diabe, Andrew Marsden, the GOAT, and Jacob Seeley. So, tough weight, good weight. Who's number two here? I think on paper you say it's Willie Miklas. He should be seated second. Uh, although I think him and Gear is a real thing. If Gear can somehow get seated on the same side as, as Miklas, I wouldn't be surprised to see him emerge, but I think Willie's, Willie's the guy here. Um, I think, I think too. I can't, I, want, I don't want to pick the same as you. I'll pick, I'll pick gear. I think gear's problems. I do too. But he's obviously not a full 97. I don't think that matters, man. I really don't think that matters. I mean, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. I'm going to go, I'm going to go gear. I like his, he's, he's been wrestling really high pace. He's a bugger on top. I'll go, I'll go gear. It's it's not beyond the realm. It's it's not uh it's not an upset that I'm like raising an eyebrow to. I'm just I picked against Miklas a lot and it's burnt me on time to time. I I just see him getting it done here. He's really he's got a lot of ways to win. He's got a lot of he makes a lot of mistakes still, but man, he's he's really good. So I'm going with him. I think Nickel 
my god. What? You put you put Chris Penn in the dock. Yeah. <laughs> and heavyweight. Um, okay, we'll get there. Kassar, Derek White, Billy Miller, Nick Nevels, Chris Penn, Matt Voss, G. Grimm. Chris Penn, of course, is Cornelius Putnam, according to Willie. That's right. Um, I mean, everybody's taking Castle, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, you can't pick what I mean, you know, Nevels is here and and I mean, to me, it's Derek White is the question. Like, can he? Well, you know, we could have an all Penn State final here too. It's very reasonable That's that right. that White would beat, um, would beat, excuse me, or White would lose to Nevels. You could definitely see that. That so potential. the seating. I don't know the seating right now. Would it be Kassar, Nevels, White, White, Miller? That would. That's how I would seed it. So it's going to be a White Neville semi theoretically, and yeah, that's winnable. But I, I just don't know if Neville's is quite the guy he was a year ago and two years ago. So for that reason, I've got Kassar winning here. We'll see. Um, you know, White. It, it's with White. It's like two really good athletes, right? Two like not the biggest heavyweights. They're yeah. both pumped up ninety sevens uh, that located their local weight room. So for, I like this. I really like this group. I do too. I think it's a fun. It's a really fun way. I think something goofy. I think so, something goofy is gonna happen. Do you? Yeah, I don't I would, know what it'd be. I would love it. I love goofy things. So that is it. That is uh, ten weights. Did both? Did both uh, Midland scuffles? So now you know who's gonna win all the tournaments. So you don't even have to watch. Just well, kidding. You still should. You should definitely watch just to make sure. Double check us. Make sure we were right. It's probably. Uh, a waste of time, but you know, you might love it. Of no, we shouldn't mention both tournaments live on flowwrestling.org, Midlands and Scuffle, all turn all uh, all rounds, all matches. So you're gonna want to do that. I don't know. Any uh do you want to take a couple questions from friends? We have so many, Willie. Cues from F's. I mean, we've been doing the show is an hour and a half long already. Let's keep going. Let's get some cues from F's. Yeah, it, it won't take but maybe five to ten minutes, but um yeah. there are a couple good ones. Someone asked if we'll see Yanni versus Ironman this weekend. Those two are wrestling in a duel, or will Cornell sit Yanni? I have no idea why Cornell would sit Yanni. That's not really their MO. I know they sat him up to this point, but now that he's back, I see no way that that uh back and he's back. That they sit him. And they're they, they need him to win the duel. They're gonna go to they're gonna try to win the duel. So that reason yeah. I don't see Yanni sitting out. That just doesn't seem like something he would do. Out of Muir and Lugo, Young, Wilkie, more likely that they combine for zero Midlands titles this weekend or two? Um, I actually like this question a lot. I think it is a good question. I think it's interesting because it's very easy to say one. I, you just think they get one, but, you know, Lugo could win. I Wilkie, but Wilkie's not winning. You know what? I'll say. You stop. You stop with your down talk on cash on Bitcoin. I He's like good. Okay, yeah, he's good. I know he's good, but Emory Parker and Hoffman, it's not like you picked Wilkie to win. You didn't have him in the finals. No, I didn't pick him to win, uh, but, I mean, he. you don't think Cash Wilkie can? I think Cash Wilkie can beat Emory Parker. Can he beat freaking Brucky last year? And, and Thing. And Water. And Thing. All right. Um... I'll say zero. Uh, the answer is zero. The answer is zero. Okay, so we come to the same conclusion. And more likely, Lugo's not winning. Oh, really? Yeah, not, not likely. Okay, 
Um, do I have the Midlands and Scuffle brackets earlier? Is that only for NCAs? Yes, I have them already. But I won't release Midlands brackets till around five. <laughs> to around five. Brock Desert. Brock Desert's funny. Um, what type of butt light bulb is the worst to crash into? I'll I'll defer to Willie here. Which light bulb? I'm gonna go halogen. It's gotta be the halogen bulb, right? Yeah. They have odd stuff in them. Is is Spencer Lee's armbar illegal sometimes? I don't know. I armbar that is one of the things where I don't know the the rule because they stop it so much when they should. And I'm like, well, wait, is that against the was it and they call it potentially dangerous. They don't call it illegal. I'll say it's legal. Sometimes it's I, so stupid. I don't like it. I don't like how there much needs they stop to be. You know, they were talking about this on the mat.com the other day on one of their message boards, and I don't know what to do about it. One of those potentially dangerous on the when a guy's in on a single and the guy's rubber legging and reaching behind, they call potentially dangerous. The defensive guy put himself there. Oh, my knee, my knee. Well, give up the takedown, and that won't happen. Yeah, I mean, the, the, um, well, I think those are really different. Um, one, I know. Now, the top bottom thing. Uh, potentially dangerous. Was it illegal? Ah, oh, just it looked kind of. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't think Spencer's armbar is illegal. I, sometimes the lock does get below the elbow there, and, or or whatever, and that's um, you can't run it. But he's always he always works it up right into the crook of the elbow and runs it. Uh, the key is the crook, I think. It's, well, it is. I mean, that's where that's where the. You know, not yeah. not that I'm an armbar. It's, it's just a good word, crook. Yeah. Up in the crook. <laughs> okay. Um, this is kind of uh, out of nowhere, a little freestyle talk, but why not? What weight do you expect Bo to wrestle the U.S. Open this year? I'm speculating 92, um, and I think that may have factored into his decision to move up to 97. That's from Michael Jarman. Uh, I think 92 also. I think that's perfect. I think it works for, like, Penn State's room and just I don't know. I, I think he should go ninety two, and I think he can make the team at ninety two if, especially if Jaden changes weights. Yeah, I think it'll be ninety two as well. All right, there it is. Book it ninety two kilos. That's where Bo's wrestled this year. Where? Yeah, I don't even know if I I shouldn't even ask this question, but I I like the question because it made me think. Like, where are we going to rank Alec Pantelio? This is from just a wrestling friend. This this person I mean, definitely made this account for FRL, by the way. So thanks to him. <laughs> the good thing about it is you're not off the like. It would have been it would have been a real struggle where to put Alec Pantelio if they dueled. Oh yeah. If they if they would have if his first appearance at 149 was a duel against Wisconsin, South Dakota State, yeah. or something. I don't know. Um, where somewhere where there's no judge, there, there's no judgment to be had. He comes here. I mean, he'll have data. Yeah, that's a great point. I don't even have to. I don't even have to put put my name on anything because Midlands will happen, and then we'll. It'll be a lot easier to to rank him. Although he is anchored by the. I think he goes. I think he would. I would put him third if I had to rank him right now behind Kolodzik, Ashnault. And then, but in front of Micah Jordan, because he's beaten Micah Jordan, uh, as we mentioned several times. Yeah. Micah Jordan's got to be like crap. This is not good. <laughs> um, okay, it's two forty-one now here in 
beautiful Austin, Texas. We were, we've been treated to some delightful weather here, Willie. You're missing out. Um, but I think it's I think it's time we go. You know, an hour forty one minutes. Are you being sarcastic? Didn't it flood yesterday? It just rained during the night. It was beautiful all day yesterday. But yes, it, our parking lot our parking lot is designed to flood. I don't I don't want it to people to believe that like it was really that much rain. It's a bowl with like a little drainage hole that it's it's not enough. So it's designed to flood. Willie's distracted. We have to go anyways. We're getting what is this? they're playing the, just... they're playing the music, Willie. I'm I'm powerless. Hold on, you guys start. You guys start. End the show. We're in the show's the show is now over. Thank you to A6. Thank you to you. Thank you even to LJ for starting the music. LJ's probably got some probably got some lunch to eat. He's he's getting ready for Midlands. Uh, Those brackets will be out tonight. Check those out uh, on uh, Flow Arena. And we will be back to do this show next Thursday. Next Tuesday, I will be in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So you'll be watching the scuffle, not listening to me. Actually, you might be, because I'll be calling matches. Anyways, I time to go. I might change my flight up. I might go right here, right to the news. Hey, we're ready for you, Willie. Thanks a lot, guys. We will see you next time.